because we are here for one last trailer review show. This is MuggleCast episode 227 for April 28th, 2011. This week's episode of MuggleCast is brought to you by Audible.com, the Internet's leading provider of audiobooks with more than 75,000 downloadable titles across all types of literature, including fiction, nonfiction, and periodicals. For a free audiobook of your choice, go to audiblepodcast.com slash MuggleCast. And by Hypable.com, a MuggleNet for the rest of the fandoms in the world and created by MuggleNet staff, Visit Hypable.com for thorough and up-to-the-minute coverage around The Hunger Games, Glee, Doctor Who, The Hobbit, and many more. That's Hypable.com. H-Y-P-A-B-L-E.com. To MuggleCast episode 227 for our final <gasps> trailer show ever, which is kind of weird to think, I have to say. Mike and Eric are here. Hey, guys. Hey. Hey. Is this is this really the, the final trailer show? Is there not going to be yeah. another trailer prior to the film's release? No, and I mean, there was just that one teaser trailer for parts one and two that kind of did like double duty, so we didn't get a teaser trailer for part two, we just got... This trailer, and but I don't think anybody's complaining. Well, the, because the trailer was yeah really well. Good. Then there was the also the the what appeared on uh, Death Halo's part one, right? That was kind of a uh, uh, a teaser ish. It had w- was that part of the scene um, between Harry and Ollivander, and then it opened up into kind of other shots. Oh, you're talking about on the yeah, DVD? On the DVD. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So we get that. Yes, uh, that that was an opening scene. Yeah, and that was good on the Blu-ray, not the DVD. <laughs> right, you guys. <laughs> Discussed that last week, right? Yeah. So we're obviously we're back pretty soon, and it's just because this is going to be a trailer show, nothing but trailer talk. But before we get to the trailer talk, first I want to tell everybody about a new site I'm doing with a couple other MuggleNet staff members. It's called Hypable.com. H Y P A B L E. It is a MuggleNet for multiple fandoms. It is an entertainment site for fans. By fans. I really want you to check it out. We decided to create Hypable when we realized that there was really no good entertainment site out there that really dedicates themselves to particular fandoms. That's what Hypable is about. It's multiple mugglenets, so to speak, all in one site. So, whether you're a fan of Harry Potter, Twilight, The Hunger Games, Glee, bunch of other TV shows, you go to Hypable. You can get all the news you need for each fandom that you're a fan of, that you're a part of. It's all very easy. We have 17 fandoms currently, and we're going to be adding more and more as time goes on. Just over the next couple of weeks, we plan to add at least five more fandoms. All of these fandoms have thorough and quick news coverage. And what I mean by that is we will bring you every story in the fandoms that we cover. And we don't waste time. We get the news to you very quickly. We are dedicating ourselves to this project. Of course, Mugganet's still going to be around. You don't have to worry about that. But we're in Hypable for the long run. So I encourage you to check it out. The reviews so far have been very positive, and we're so glad to hear that a lot of people like it. H-Y-P-A-B-L-E dot com. Hypable dot com. Check it out. Thanks for your support. Let's get into the trailer talk. We're going to go through it. 
frame by frame, quite literally, actually, because we're going to be looking at every little clip. There were so many clips, unsurprisingly, in the trailer that there's a lot to talk about. And, you know, I keep, I, um, you know, I follow a lot of Harry Potter friends on Twitter and everybody's like, oh, this clip, this clip. And I'm like, I didn't notice that clip. And it's because everything goes by so fast. It's kind of like, whoa. So, uh, Micah, as the only person here who has not seen the film, <laughs> did it get you excited for the final movie in the Harry Potter franchise? Yeah, definitely. I, I think there's so much action in this trailer, and, and that's what differentiates it from, I think, the ones that we've seen before. There's been so much plot that we've had to go through, and, and now finally, this is it. This is the last film. You guys have talked about it on the previous shows, and you've said, you know, so much of this film is dedicated to the actual battle. And, you know, I think we saw a lot of that in this trailer. Uh, probably even for me more so than, than I would have liked to have seen, to be honest with you. Uh, but, you know, that's, that's part of, of these trailers being put out there. Inevitably, we see things that we'd rather leave for the theaters. But, you know, it, it seems like, I don't know that you can be disappointed with this film based upon looking at the trailer. Eric, being the person who has seen the film, does the trailer live up to the film? Does the film live up to the trailer? Does the film live up to the trailer? Well, Andrew, the version we saw did not have many special effects completed. So what I was looking for in this trailer was uh, sort of the, you know, as Mike has said, lots of action all the effects that that have been completed, uh, particularly because you know the Battle of Hogwarts, uh, when we saw it, was 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 very fast paced, but we didn't see, for instance, some shots in here that have been completed since, and that's and that's that's really awesome, like uh, spells flying, you know, breaking windows, and and uh, even people on brooms, like uh, during the battle. That's that's all really cool, and that's all new. Um, to see it in the final version is more rewarding. I would, ha- you know, I have to agree. I, too, was looking for the special effects because, like you said, there weren't many complete in the test screening we saw in Chicago. Uh, and the special effects looked great in this movie. So, uh, very pleased. Let's start going through it, then. We're going to start, and what we're going to do is give you the second-by-second second mark. So, if you were sitting there on your computer... Uh, listening to this, you too can kind of watch with us. You can kind of just scroll through Bono frame by going to watch this with us. Who? Bono and the Edge. They're going to watch this with us. Yes, you too are watching it with us tonight. It's a beautiful day. So at the you know seven those minute jokes, man, you know it's late se- when those jokes are coming out. <laughs> what I asked, I made the joke. I know. All right. So at four seconds, the very first shot in the trailer is Snape walking through Godric's Hollow. And you know what? I think the, actually the bigger story here, well, at least for these first few opening shots, and we'll talk about each shot. But first, let's just hear the music at the beginning. I thought something was wrong with my computer when I heard this. <laughs> uh, so take a listen. <laughs> I, I personally was like, what's going on with my computer? Is it the internet? <laughs> Yeah, anyway, it's that's, very childlike. It, you know, it's almost—it's almost like you're about to enter this really, uh, you know, like what's it called? Like like this, th- uh, like this horror film of sorts. You know, it has a really eerie feeling to it. 
Yeah. And then it, you see this like, weird shadowy figure walking down a, a corridor. Mm-hmm. Or an alleyway. It's kind of like, it's kind of like something's broken. Well, it's, it's, it's really like a music box. It's like a yeah, music box exactly. winding down. So after it's been, you know, playing this high speed Harry Potter theme, it's now slowing down to where it's, it's, it's going to die. Uh, the next shot that we see at the seven second mark is the Ravenclaw tiara. A very close look at it. You can really see the detail. Every little diamond. I mean, it's a beautiful piece. You can actually see the writing too. You you can make out the uh, what does yeah. it say? Wit beyond measure is man's greatest treasure, or something along those lines. Yep. You can actually see those words written. So it really gives you an idea of how much time and effort the the crew, the prop crew, put into creating these items. I know we always talk about that. We always hear about it from you know David Heyman and David Yates and you know all the producers, but this this is another example of, of just how much time and effort they put into these things. Yeah. The cool thing is that, you know, this this TR, like Micah said, the detail, also it appears to be resting on its original sort of blue velvet case, you know, that's that's sort of holding it. It just makes the whole artifact look so much older and uh, you know, authentic as being this this really old relic, the oldest relic, you know, in, in the Harry Potter series next to Obviously, the other items of the founders, um, like the sword. But uh, it's a really nice shot. Also at the seven-second mark is a shot of Petunia and Lily. Oh, and don't spoil it. <laughs> what? Uh, well, that's the thing. Like, an average person would see this shot and not know exactly what what this is. I mean, quite frankly, you don't really... N- well, I guess you do know it's a Harry Potter film because you hear that little music at the beginning. But it, it, you know, it takes not until you see Voldemort. Yeah. Do you see that this is Harry Potter? Yeah. Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying, and I agree. It is misleading. I, I think that when you know misleading. Well, no, no, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> listen, there's, there's d- okay. Well, exactly because you just brought up th- the point that until you see Voldemort, you have no idea what this movie is, unless you're very familiar with with the uh, with Hedwig's theme. And I, I think, it's, but who it's, isn't? It's, it's very eerie. Like I said, you have this, as Eric pointed out, this this music box song that's playing, and then all of a sudden you see the this person walking down a hall, and there are these kids sit standing on a, you know, a grassy hill. It, it's almost like something out of like Children of the Corn or Poltergeist or yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, like like ominous things are going to go bad. So we see. So the, by the way, this does confirm that in the memory scene there is. In, uh, you know, the prince's tale, Petunia is there. And I wanted to mention that because on the last episode, I think somebody asked me if Petunia was in the prince's tale. And I said, I don't know. I went to the bathroom. <laughs> oh, yeah. She, uh, she, she definitely is. And she has dialogue. And then they cut to the close up shot of Lily's hand, uh, with the flower kind of coming out of it, uh, showing Petunia that she's see, a witch. This is probably the least, uh, this is, this is a special effects shot. That's in the trail that I'm least happy with. Um, it's I, not good. It's not good. I, I, I think, I think, you know, to me that the, the flower was supposed to be blossoming in her hand, like on top of her hand and not sort of coming out of her hand. And it's not that it specifically looks like it's coming out of her hand to me, but that's, you know, Andrew, you just said that's what you thought it was. And, and to be honest, it, it's just, it, it, it looks fake and it doesn't look like the flower is resting on her hand. I thought it was a little disappointing that this was the first intro to CGI 
in this final only trailer. Um, not that I would change it. I would just improve it. I hope, I hope it looks better in the final film. We then see Dumbledore's hands picking up the, is that Dumbledore's hand? Um, no, they've got uh, somebody with what? nails. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't, it wouldn't actually make sense for it to be Dumbledore's hand. No, his nails are painted. It's Harry. Yeah, I think it's, um, and it's not Harry. It's not Harry. Look at the finger. Look at the nails. There's, yeah, those are old, old, old man nails. or woman. Yeah, it's it's got to be Dumbledore. Um, All right. And then we see a shot. Now, Micah, in the notes, you wrote, you think it's Snape in Lily's hands, but I actually think it's Harry's because if you see the jacket the guy is wearing, it's the jacket that Harry's wearing during the final battle. Okay. It's like yeah, the corduroy. Yeah, I honestly didn't know. You guys would probably okay. know better than... Than I would. My guess, my guess is this is, this is uh, Harry and Ginny, and they're kind of like, don't leave me. Or like, Ooh. Harry, something's going on there. This I don't is remember weird. this specific shot in the film. No, I don't either. It looks like it's in the forest, though. The background is specifically forest. Could it be his mom? Is he reaching out for his mom? I, th- I think, I think, yeah, it could be the, the, the resurrection scene. Um, yeah. See, Eric wouldn't know that because his eyes were filled with tears so much he could hardly <laughs> see the screen. Yeah, I, th- I think. I think during this scene, it's all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's his mom. Yeah, that would make sense, Eric. Okay, so now we advance to twelve seconds, and like we mentioned just before, this is the first time. This is when you actually see it's Harry Potter. We got to look. We got three shots of hands and arms in a row. Four shots of hands and arms in a row. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get and it's not and it's not over yet. There are more right. shots of hands and arms in this trailer. Uh, we see a shot of Voldemort opening up his eye. Now, is that him lying in the forest? Is that is Does that happen in the film where he's actually knocked out for that period of time that Harry gets knocked out for King's Cross? Yeah, that happens. I don't know why the shot is off-center, though, but I think that that's probably what's going on. It looks like it's grass. Tell. No, a little bit yeah, it does, but it's hard to tell if he's laying on the ground. Yeah, he is. Know. Okay. I, I'm, I'm fairly certain that's when he wakes up from having the shared experience with Potter. But I, you know that it's so off center. <laughs> so still, if you can't recognize it as Voldemort, eh, and no now we get to 17 seconds, the Warner Brothers logo, of course. And then at the 20 second mark, we see Harry over top of Dobby's grave with Shell Cottage <laughs> well, in the background. next to Harry. Now, I what mean, is he's he not... looking at, though? Yeah, he's he's looking at the that's... mirror. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's reminded, he's reminiscing in the scene about um, how Dobby came to find them, and it was because he shouted into the mirror in Harry Potter Part 1, or Death of the Part 1. Okay, advancing to 23, 24 seconds, 25, it's a very close shot of Harry. Um, let's listen to what's going on here to kind of help us keep, I think this is Voldemort giving the message, right? Here, let, let's listen to this. So this is Voldemort telling Harry it's time to fight, and so we'll we'll jump back to 24 seconds there. And y- I, you could probably presume this is when uh, Harry is listening to Voldemort's message. Yeah. Um. So here's uh, also at 25 seconds is the first instance of this really odd sound that that's coming from Voldemort. Voldemort screams. <laughs> it's like yeah. yeah! Right. Well, it's repeated throughout the trailer. I think at least three times. Really? And yes, 
Well, uh, especially when, when Harry grabs him and pulls him off the cliff. We'll talk about that later. But this, this scream appears at least three times in this trailer. I, it just, it irks me. It, it's really weird. It reminds me of, um, there's a common, uh, film scream. It's, it's basically, it's stock footage. A long time ago, somebody recorded this scream. And instead of, you know, having actors do their own screams throughout history, the, you know, the, it's they've been replaced essentially. Inserted over dialogue is what's called the Wilhelm scream. It's been used through in in like hundreds of films in Hollywood. Wilhelm. Yeah, I'll just fill my pipe. Interesting. So that scream. Oh, that's kind of a movie. I mean, obviously, it's not the one that's in this trailer, but that's no, no, kind no. Of an interesting, but, but, uh, but it's the same idea. So different movies, different same scenes, mm-hmm. same scream coming from all different people. It's it, it's footage, and they repeat the scream in this Harry Potter trailer. It's Voldemort scream. I they think it lends to Voldemort's craziness, though. I mean, uh, but why the same exact scream? Are you sure it's the if, same if Voldemort- exact. You'd have to cut it up and compare. I don't know if you can if, claim. If a- Voldemort isn't actually screaming like the scream is not coming out from his body why would they play it during during this trailer uh i don't know that's a good question but but i mean if voldemort really screamed like in the way that you just played that i don't know if i could take him very seriously it's to make a sense (laughs) of eeriness i like it i think he's a crazed man play it again play voldemort play voldemort again it's 20 25 six seconds okay now here's voldemort's scream so that's anyway that's number one that's the first time we hear that scream in this trailer all right well at at uh 26 seconds we see the quick shot of voldemort throwing a spell and the way they cut this it looks like it's hitting grayback but we know better than this i don't think this is actually what had happened i think this is you know obviously two different scenes yeah that little creative splicing going on there (laughs) yeah and what does Grayback, Voldemort have against Greyback? Gray, Greyback looks kind of not interesting. I I don't think he looks that <laughs> great. I don't know. He looks like a. I don't. It just looks like he's wearing a mask. I guess. Well, you can you can only see him if you are really creative with your freeze framing. You know. Yeah. Normally or using quick. Otherwise. Time. <laughs> well, what you're saying, Eric, is anybody who normally would watch this trailer and, and not pause it would just think Voldemort is shooting a spell and it's hitting somebody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah that's true. Student. Yeah. All right, then there's a quick shot of bodies falling in the water. Again, that's kind of lending to the whole watching this very quickly, not going frame by frame like we <laughs> are. We're we're essentially destroying the trailer by going frame by frame. <laughs> well, that only that only works if if the film doesn't hold up as well. The trailer doesn't hold up as well if we pick it apart. At 27 seconds, we see Voldemort with his mouth wide open, and this is obviously when he made that little scream. <laughs> No, it's not, though. We see him make the scream later in the trailer. Well, he does it a few times. He's just an angry man. Well, here he's... Yeah, whatever. (laughs) Um, We see very quick shot of bodies falling at 28 seconds. And then at 20... Yeah, at the end of 28 seconds, you see a body falling. Almost looks like it doesn't hit the ground. It may be resting like an inch above ground, kind of like in Order of the Phoenix. uh, When Um, when the... (laughs) 
When well, that that effect appears in this film, but yes. uh, not at this moment. This is this is this is Malfoy Manor. This is when he's he's angry at everybody because Harry broke into the vault. It, it almost. I'm talking about that body with the hat on it. Yeah, the guy yeah, wearing the body. The hat, 28 seconds. Yeah, that totally. It makes the loud thunder sound of falling and hitting the ground. Oh. Why would you say it didn't hit the ground? Because it's a trailer. They, oh. they manipulate everything. That's true. Uh, the best shot is at 30, se- uh, well, first at 29 seconds, a wide shot of Malfoy Manor, Voldemort walking barefoot. Uh, this is like either you two, one of you two just mentioned, uh, Bellatrix, uh, or re- realizing that the, the vault was broken into. You see Draco in the background. Very cool shots. So is he cursed or has he killed all these Death Eaters? I think. They're killed. not getting back up. Okay. <laughs> oh, but they're not they're not all death eaters. A lot of them I think it's actually if I'm remembering correctly, it's goblins. It's 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 nearly all of the goblins. Yeah, uh, you can tell they're goblins too, a couple of them. A couple of them. It it's just it's just the officials of Gringotts who have obviously broken the news to Voldemort that his his vault has you know, or, or Bellatrix's vault has been question he, he he brings them there to torture them and kill them oh okay so so this is malfoy manor it's just it's yeah. like he went and seized all of these goblins and and brought them in for yeah or they came to him i feel i i feel like there has to be it's probably sort their of duty a, to come to him. their duty yeah yeah something like that of course we also see nagini there too hmm and uh then advancing the 32 seconds we see the trio looking up in the sky um based on some information from WB in the past, I am pretty sure this is when uh, they are in Hogsmeade and a Patronus had been sent. Um, oh, I don't... Yeah, I don't know It's hard to tell because it's a close-up shot, but I'm 99% yeah, they're like, sure. They're like against a tarp or something. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Uh, advancing to 33 seconds and 34 seconds, we see some special effects that were probably not in the test screening, Eric. <laughs> it's, it's when they're <laughs> it's when they're moving through Gringotts and this, yeah. Mm-hmm, go ahead. And and the 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 cart is spinning. This was the point in the film when there was the title card instead of a special effect, and it said something like, "A cavernous and vestigious pit <laughs> is revealed." <laughs> Or Vista, there was some V word. It was funny. Got but, grip hook in the front. Yeah. Harry, Ron, Bellatrix, Bellatrix. Hermione in the yeah. back. Now, who is behind grip hook? Is that Travers? It's another goblin, isn't it, Andrew? Yeah, and he's under Imperio. Uh, yeah, because uh, to help them get into the vault. Yeah, there may be a slight departure from the book, but it's not. It, it, I, I think it's very slight. Um, in the break-in scene. Okay, and then we advance further into the break-in scene where the trio get the dragon out, and we see them in the hall, in the, the I guess the foyer, foyer, you could call it, of Gringotts, and the dragon shoots a very fiery breath at some of the goblins. And then we get the first title card on July 15th. Then at 30... Mm-hmm. I was going to just ask, we touched on the, the the water scene, but what exactly is that from? The water scene? When, Please, Something hitting oh, the water? When, when um, this was way back in 2017. Oh, I know exactly what that is. That's when they jumped off the dragon, I think, right, Eric? Oh, good catch. That sort of just clicked with me. 
That must be what it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they they jump off the dragon. They, they obviously it's a they, it's a water landing. <laughs> right. It's a water. <laughs> Captain Sully Sullenberger land helped them land. <laughs> uh so okay, so we get the title July fifteenth, we see the shot of Snape. We're at thirty nine slash forty seconds now. Okay, best shot of the film and the trailer right here. Forty seconds in, when the uh the statue I, okay, this is what's so great about it. I'm going to have a Mikey B moment here. The camera is on the ground, kind of <laughs> slowly trucking towards the Great Hall, the great the, the entrance, and right in front of the camera drops one of the guards. And he, he drops from one of the walls. He was perched up in one of the walls. And the way he lands, he lands on one knee and is kind of bowing down with that axe-like thing in his hand. <laughs> now, in the movie... This is triggered by McGonagall calling the statues to life. And it is so badass. It's one of the best things in the movie. Thank you. It's, yeah, uh, and that's great because that's one of the, my favorite scenes from the book. You know, it's just, it's just cool to think that she has all of this power to bring the castle to life. And right. it must be great seeing her in that scene bring, you know, these statues and, and, um, suits of armor and everything else gargoyles well, to life the interesting thing is you know maybe it's a departure between the books and the movies in the books it always seemed like hogwarts you know has these measures that where hogwarts can protect itself hogwarts always has been kind of like a school slash fortress things like suits of armor in the books already move from place to place, at least but in the we never see books. it. <laughs> we never movies. see it in the films. In the films, McGonagall has to call these to life. And again, that of course it happens in the book. But I'm thinking, you know, this was a unique scene because I didn't think we'd ever see things like statues coming to life, um, with the exception of you know the chests in 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 the first movie. So this was this was this was. Now, awesome. does she actually say the spell? Yes. Yeah, it's it's like locomotor something yeah. magnifico. Locomotor Magnifico, it's some ridiculous variation oh, of that. Cool, yeah, and well. to give you some perspective, this is um the opposite direction that the camera is facing is the courtyard. And McGonagall is standing on the courtyard slash Great Hall steps in between the two areas of the school. Yeah, so this is this is where Dumbledore closes the doors in in, in movie five. This is this is the entrance hall. Essentially, which leads into the Great Hall behind him, right? And you can see, by the way, the Great Hall, the the window, that giant window at the front is smashed in. There's a giant yeah. hole in the middle of it. Oh, is it before he lands? Can you can we freeze? No, frame it's before? not. It's not. Uh, oh, it is before the hole's there. Yeah, before it is. Land. <laughs> yeah, look at that. There's a snake shaped hole in the window. Snape shape. Oh, I see that's what you're in, saying. <laughs> that's in the book too. She calls it a snake shaped hole. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Doesn't look Snape shaped in here, but anyway, looks somewhere like a bat, really. So at forty-one seconds, there's another title. It says only one <gasps> film left. Only one. <laughs> oh, I haven't even. I never. Oh wow, I've seen this and I haven't even been paying attention to what they're telling us. <laughs> uh, then the next shot is Harry. Uh, Forty-three seconds in, we've seen this shot a lot actually in other previews. Then the following shot is Voldemort with all his Death Eaters, and basically he's looking down at the castle. You never realize how many Death Eaters there are until this shot. I think it is. Yeah. The next shot, very badass shot, Snape. A uh, lot of flashing going on uh, around him, presumably just, you know, 
spells from the battle. Lightning, maybe. Oh, I, or I lightning. think this is a continuation of because we missed it. He was actually standing outside um, Godric's Hollow. Outside of oh, Lillian James' okay. house. So in the very beginning, the first shot at four seconds is him walking down the corridor towards the house. Then there's another shot of him standing in front of the house. This is also a continuation of what plays during um, the Prince's Tale scene of him coming closer and closer to discovering uh, what has happened, essentially. Um, um, but the it, flashing is like lightning. It's like a storm okay. night. He looks very disturbed, too. Some great acting on Alan Rickman's part. Yeah, I'm glad they didn't have to do any CGI tears for this scene. Another title card, Can Live. <laughs> and here, and right after this, at 47 seconds, some gr- more great special effects. We see the Death Eaters flying in, sending a green spell at the castle. Uh, you know, a good Harry Potter fan would assume that's Vada Kedavra, but as you see the spell light up the castle, you can see nobody's in there, so it's kind of just a yeah. Why why they Avada Kedavra? What do they have against that window? You know, well, really? yeah, I don't to know. to Avada Kedavra. They they split their soul on behalf of a uh, now. I don't know. Okay, yeah, this may be getting too technical. Well, you know, they're not even officially sending an Avada Kedavra spell; they're just sending a spell. Yeah, but and I it's was green. going to ask if it was an Avada Kedavra spell, could it actually blow up a brick castle? A stone castle. Right. I think it's... Oh, it's a good question. It would be more like a Defendo or or Reducto or a spell like that. So then there's a shot of Harry. Uh, it's kind of a bird's eye view. It's kind of swooping down at him. What's wrong with him? He's he's feeling Voldemort's wrath. That's exactly is he? It. Yes, absolutely. This is, this is Dan's complete, you know, go-to Harry being overcome, over, over-succumbed succumbing and being overwhelmed to his scar. And again, this is the final battle. You can see he's wearing that corduroy jacket. <laughs> no, it's 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 well, true. Oh man, I shouldn't have had that burger earlier. This is the wrong time for this to happen. <laughs> <laughs> like I got oh, enough problems backs. going on and now I have digestion cramps. Damn it. <laughs> I'm taking a picture of this screenshot to preserve this moment. Yeah, he's okay. like holding his stomach almost. That's kind Digest. of that he is, is holding his pr- right at the zipper. Then there's a right after that we're at the 49 second mark. Now there's a shot of Voldemort. He's kind of doing a little. Somebody's going to turn this into a GIF. He's totally doing a little groove thing. If you advance back and forth through the uh, through the uh, frames, he's kind of doing like a little um, like a crab dance sort of thing. But Voldemort looks very angry, by the way. If you get to the end of this yeah. clip, you see him with probably one of the most angriest faces that you see him ever <gasps> in these films. Oh, guess what? I'm Scream number two. It was kind of low, but yeah, I get what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Same scream. It's the same audio, presumably, for this scream. So destruction of Hogwarts at, at 49 seconds. Then at 50, we see Kingsley. And at this point, you can see really the Great Hall and the Hogwarts have really fallen apart, and daylight has come up now. And it's nice that they actually did this. They kept the um, timeline similar to that, what it was in the book, you know, in terms mm-hmm. of the battle going on all night. And yeah. then uh, there they are when, when the sun's coming up and the battle's still going on. In the background, you can see Arthur Weasley. You can see the giant window at the uh, back of the Great Hall is completely gone now. Yeah. Uh, another cool shot, as we continue, go to 51 seconds, you see all these spells from the Death Eaters trying to penetrate 
the castle, but they can't because of the giant globe protection that the globe-like protection that was put on the castle by the Hogwarts Hogwarts professors. And if you listen to our uh, test screening review from a couple episodes ago, you'll hear that Eric and I thought that was very cool, that scene, when um, the the Hogwarts professors are all, like, saying the same spell and putting that spell up. Yeah. Uh, guys, I got a piece. <laughs> just hold on one second. If you want to talk okay. about... This is, yeah, I'll set up the next scene. This is just like the movie. I'll set... <laughs> <laughs> what, what, yeah, what is I it with you? And- I should have waited till uh, more from Snape's memory. And well, here I'll, I'll talk about this, and then you guys can uh, talk about it. Uh, at the fifty-two second mark, we see Narcissa Malfoy and Eric. Please tell us what is this clip shot? This clip of Narcissa Malfoy is really she's wondering why she's in this film. I think it's it's almost like a candid shot. She's like, "What's going on? Why is there a camera here? I'm just hanging out in the woods." And you can see on her face the she's kind of almost unsure it looks like she turns around you know to give them an answer, but she's kind of i guess you would say hesitant it's very obvious that she's about to tell a big fat lie to <laughs> it yeah exactly because she's kind of scared like what will he say if I lie? See another shot of the battle at fifty three seconds uh there's a wizard on a broom he's kind of like waving people oh that's not is that Percy? No. It it, it looks, looks like Percy. Yeah. We thought it was. We thought it would have been Oliver Wood because when we saw it in the film again, the effects weren't complete. It was just some guy in a broom. But you can hear him. He says, "Come on." I just. It looks like Percy, but at the beginning I, it does, but not at the end. If you look at like the very last frame. By the way, this is one of those training wheel brooms. It's got the uh, <laughs> the foot the foot rests on it. I hate those. I hate how they did that. Next shot of 53 seconds, a very large army of statues coming to life. Uh, like we talked about earlier, this is obviously when uh, when uh, McGonagall brought them all to life with her locomotor. Blah, 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 blah. Then at 54, 50, yeah, at 54 seconds, we see Ron, close-up shot, kind of giving Harry a little talk. And Harry, this is actually, I think this is related to the digestion cramp scene that we saw earlier. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's taken he's taken off the corduroy jacket, right? And he's no, he's still got of, it on. Oh. 55 seconds. Yeah, he's still oh, he's, yeah, but he's wrapped around it. It's like he's cold. It's like he's having shivers. Well, you could. T- it almost looks like he's sweating. His hair looks very soaked, I would say. Yeah. Uh, then at 56 seconds, an awesome shot of Nagini kind of jumping and coming towards the camera. Is, is this spell hitting Nagini, or is Nagini... Magicking. I think. Oh. I think it just Nagini just kind of appeared. Maybe apparated. I don't know if that's possible for Nagini uh, for a snake to apparate. Um, well, but you but see, like at the beginning it? of the scene, it's just he's. Oh, maybe. Oh no, you may be right. There yeah, yeah. I think. I think. I think a spell is hitting her, but she's, she's going totally, through it. She's yeah. She's yeah. she's absolutely overcoming. I think. The the interesting thing about the the freeze frame right now is just how many teeth there are. Like I wonder, God, if snakes really look like that, I don't ever want to see a big snake. Next shot, fifty six going into fifty seven. We see we've seen the shot a lot already. Ron and yeah, Hermione, and and Ron is just devastated. Yeah, over something. Another shot as we enter fifty seven fifty eight seconds of the basilisk 
and the trio are on the back. Yeah. I do nah, not know how basilisk. to hold on, but or sorry, the dragon, the dragon, yeah, yeah. Obviously, that's not the basilisk. <laughs> that's okay. At fifty-nine seconds, we see Harry crawling on the ground. Now, finally, another interesting scene. Uh, uh, an interesting scene. Fifty-nine seconds in, we see Fred, who is dead. Ron is crying. Molly is there. What's your guys' thoughts? This is a very sad, sad scene. You can see the devastation on Ron's face. Um, but it's it's playing to this epic music where you're like, again, this, this is one of the shots that's for us, freeze frame folk. Exactly. Yeah, I didn't. This is one of the scenes I, I mentioned earlier. I did not notice it until I, uh, until you know, actually going frame by frame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's 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 heart wrenching. Rupert looks like he does a good job crying. I have to say, he does look that, very emotional. That scene, yeah, it's it's that that's what first leads up to or led up to me crying was 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 seeing Rupert there just as Ron completely destroyed uh, that morning the death of his his brother. Next shot we see one minute in, uh, Harry, Hermione, and Ron. This is the moment, this is one of the saddest moments in the film, I have to say. This is when Harry and Hermione talk to each other about what's going on. They know that Harry has to go into the forest yeah, and sacrifice this is, himself. This is after Harry knows he has to go die. Right, And but what I, what I mean is that this is when Harry and Hermione finally, Har- Harry says, well, I won't spoil it, but Harry and Hermione both understand that this is what Harry needs to do. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, so this is the goodbye hug yeah. that we see. And Ron's in the background like, what? What's going on? Just kidding. He's not a... He's a smart, very smart person. <laughs> uh, advancing to 101, 102. Very cool shot. We see Voldemort sending a spell towards the castle. We see Bellatrix by his side. The special effects look amazing. I mean, so it's, detailed. It's very brightly lit. Is this... And I see... From the screenshot that Voldemort is screaming, is this the same scream, Andrew? Uh, let's see. Yeah, no, another, that one's another little yeah. one. Another little one. So that one is, I guess, different. But stay tuned. Nagini is there by his side too, by the way, for the record. At one oh three, we see Harry climbing up, trying to get to the sword, and you can tell this is the scene because you see all the gold behind him. Uh, not the sword, the cup. The cup, the sorry. Cup. Yeah. And I wanted to say the previous shot of Ginny is a released still that we received. Yes. Um, from WB, wasn't it? Yep. So At 105 slash 104, we see Lupin and Tonks. First shot Only of them. Only shot of them. Yay. <laughs> well, until later. Only shot. Yeah. Only yeah. live shot of well, them. Well, later in the movie. <laughs> um, but they're but they're but they're reaching. They're reaching for each other again. Arms reaching and touching each other. Because as we it's... learned in part one, they're getting met. Oh no no, she's having a bit. <laughs> of course, she had the baby at this point. I was at one oh seven. We see Hogwarts and we see the the we. Or, sorry, this is more like one oh five, one oh six. We see the spell that the professors had put on the castle crumbling. Mm-hmm. And it's cool how it's represented. Yeah, very much. Um, it, it's it shows it shows that Hogwarts is vulnerable. It's all yeah. going down in the front front of the castle, down in the water. You can see the boathouse. By the way, I just oh. wanted to point out how they made sure that was there. I feel like the boathouse is in the trailer or is in the poster for the first Harry Potter film. Um, I think it may be. Yeah, they just well, never it's, used. It's it. in all the just, video games too. 
Yeah, most yeah, yeah, anyway. that it is. And then leading up is the actual moment with the third Voldemort scream. And now this part at 108, Six. 109. Yeah. This is when, this is the thing, I don't, we shouldn't spoil people, but I mean, obviously if you watch this, you see what's happening here. Uh, well here, let's, I'll, I'll play it. Come on, Tom. Let's finish this the way we started. Together! There's another now, scream for you. I, that is another yeah. scream, yeah. Well, cause he's falling off a cliff, I would scream too. <laughs> This, I hate this so much because it just seems so wrong for Harry to touch Voldemort. So Harry grabs him around the neck and pulls him off the cliff. And it's just, I don't like it at all. Well, does the dialogue do nothing for you? Because I have to say, I, I almost wet my pants when listening, watching this in the film. I thought it was awesome. I hate it. And I think that we're going to have a lot more to say when the movie comes out. Okay. I won't talk about well, it more because well, obviously <laughs> there's stuff that happens. Okay, yeah, you, my- you talk about it from what you've seen here in the trailer. Okay. W- without trying to go back to that Deathly Hallows Part 1 mindset where we obviously had disagreements on you know what we thought of the film, I think this is... You know, the director and the producer's attempt to add that Hollywood element to the Potter series. Because, and and what I mean by that is, you have to have that sort of, you know, typical Hollywood action sequence. And that's exactly what I think is going to be happening here. Now, I'm not saying that I don't like it, and I don't think that there's the chance that this could be a really awesome scene with a lot of great special effects. But, there's also the chance that this scene is going to really rub people the wrong way, especially people who are very strong fans of the books. And, and, and from what you've said in past episodes about how this all plays out, you know, how they are battling all throughout the castle. Um, what do you think? Well, how do you mean that this scene is a typical Hollywood answer to the Potter series? Because, I mean, answer. and this, this is the only moment, well, you, you said it's, it's a Hollywood version. It of, is very, I agree. But I, I don't, because this is, this is the only point in the film, no, you know, spoiler there, but it's really the only point in the film where Harry calls Voldemort Tom. Well, that has nothing and, to do with it being. It does. It has to do with being faithful to the source material. Well, if it was faithful to the source material, it would be in the Great Hall, not on top of a cliff. But you know, the, the whole point of that was he called him Tom in front of everybody else, not on a cliff somewhere. That was in a he didn't. It wasn't essential that he called. It wasn't, we're talking well, actually, about the wrong thing here. My, first of all, we're talking about the fact that when I said it, it was that typical Hollywood scene. I meant from an action standpoint that you have to have that action right. sequence, you know, where there's right. no action here. Well, it's, well it's there about will to happen, be though. in the film. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we're not talking about what's about to happen, are we? I mean, well, I, think, I mean, I think what's what, what it is here. You're, you're okay, about to I guess embark you're right. on that typical <laughs> Hollywood action scene. Action. That's my point. And I'm not saying that I, I'm going to have a problem with it. I'm not saying that I don't like this particular scene. I'm just saying that I think that there, you're going to have people who aren't going to like it. Well, it, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't blame Hollywood though. What I would say is that they needed to come up with some severely interesting ways 
to show an hour and a half of Voldemort chasing Harry. That's Hollywood. And you got to interest fact, people for an hour and a half. No, it's not Hollywood. <laughs> it's movie making. Don't confuse the two. I, well, I mean, in my opinion, it's movie making where Voldemort and Harry are in close proximity. I know you don't like it when he touches Voldemort. I think that's a completely true or valid point, a valid thing not to like. Um, but I also think that because they're chasing each other for so long in the film, they needed this variation. And I, I like the idea that Harry and Voldemort are familiar with one another at this point uh, enough that they can battle, but it doesn't have to be from across a courtyard shooting spells at each other. They can be each other's arch enemies and be breathing down each other's neck. That's so what they I like can about be this. WWE style in the middle of the ring, duking it out <laughs> with each other. Yes, they can hate I get each that. other and, and, still, you know and Eric, still be Eric, exactly. I get that. Believe me, I, I I understand that. But I think, and and look, maybe maybe I'm you know approaching this the wrong way, and and people people who read the so. books I mean, I, aren't I, going to. Um, you know, normally I get criticized for talking about people who go to the films who haven't read the books and they're, and, and, you know, not being enough plot in place all the time for them to get it. Here I'm talking about the people who have read the books and they're going to come in and they're going to say, and I've seen comments already, tweets, things like that, say, why is Harry pulling Voldemort off a cliff? <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. I, I, <laughs> they're like, they're like, all right, let's just both die. Let's just both have our heads smashed into a rock at the bottom well, of this cliff. <laughs> it's daring. It's dashing. It's, it's Harry Potter. I think Harry followed the whole mantra, keep your friends close, but your enemies closer a little too <laughs> literally. Well, and, and, and no, I think, I think Micah though, I think, you know, why is Harry pulling the fact that fans are asking that it's true. And, why isn't the Tom thing in the Great Hall with everybody? You know, it's it's these film choices that they've made, but they're departures, and because of that, there are going to be people who are very upset. This is a great. Uh, looks like it's about to be a great action sequence, and well, it's it's good dialogue. It's let's finish this the way we started and, it together. Oh uh, yeah, it's and like, then what does the Hungarian horn tail shoot up from from you know its hiding place <laughs> from you know. No, Dumbledore, <laughs> Dumbledore. Dumbledore comes back to life. He picks up Harry, but lets Voldemort keep falling. It's a slight it. change from the books. What do you mean? I'm just making a joke. Okay. All right, let, yeah. let's move on from picking that apart. We'll have much more to say later. Um, the next few shots we've seen before, so let's just skip to 115. We see Snape in the Great Hall. Pretty badass shot of him, I have to say. He kind of whips his cape around, and we see cape around, and we see him turn into the bat-like. I called him figure. Batman yeah. Snape, or at least, or at least Batman Snape. Na, 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 na. There's a Severus. dead body in the background. I don't know if that's of anyone, anyone of importance, or that that's just one of what? those random dead bodies. I think it's just a random dead body. That's weird because. You know, when he turns into a bat is in front of the whole Hogwarts audience when he summons everybody. Well, maybe That's there is an audience. We just can't but see. There's, but there's no... Why would there be a dead body there? I see I oh. see what you see. Wait, wait, I wait. See, Doesn't there's this, no, this happens when... Yeah. He, when Harry is about to be... Or when Harry and McGonagall yeah. are about so to... Why, I don't think that's a body. It looks like... It's a body. It's 100%. It's a face. I'm Who? looking at the 1080p HD. Oh, jeez. Okay. Well, I'm not going to argue with <laughs> your Blu-ray copy of this. <laughs> but who would be there? Because this is this is during... He hasn't killed anybody. You know? Maybe maybe the Caros, one of the Caros fell yeah, over. Yeah, that's my only thought. Because this is during the, the, the 
the meeting in the Great Hall, the yeah. students, and then Harry st- steps out, and Voldemort and McGonagall has to protect him. Yeah. But I don't know who would be there. Uh, yeah, me neither. We'll we'll have to figure that out later. Uh, we see another title, the epic com- conclusion. And then we get to 117, another shot I think we've seen bits and pieces of. Ron and Hermione holding hands as fire chases after them. We see a snake-like figure, I would say, in that fire. It looks like a bear to me, or at or least when it, when it, when it hits wolf. and turns the corner. Or uh, maybe a um, maybe it's a badger. I have this really unique shot of it. at one, It's during 117. This is where yeah. Mm, yeah, multi- I see what... I see what you're saying. It looks like a wolf to me, actually. Yeah, wolf. Um, Because of the ears. But looking at the the cartoon insignia of Hogwarts, it kind of, like, it would be a badger. Because if, I think I remember Fiendfire takes a really interesting form in the film, uh, as far as being several different animals of fire um, chasing. Very interesting. Uh, Okay, so there's that. And then as we advance to another title of the Worldwide Phenomenon. Whoa. Wide shot, and now there's a lot of detail in this shot. We see they're in the courtyard. We see giants. That's definitely the most prominent. We see about two giants, a couple Death Eaters in the sky. Where do you see the giants, or do I need higher resolution? <laughs> Don't you guys? Um, One of them yeah, has like the, a, a lamp. If you're looking post. at the the five window or five columns on the very right side, um, one, two, three, four, five. It's right above the fifth column. If you're oh. going right. And I think one of the giants is swinging one yeah. of the Quidditch pitch rings. Oh, one of the no. That I, oh, I'm yeah. pretty sure I it's just that. a bone. Yeah. No. Yeah, like no. a bone turned into a club. Shut, Eric, come on. It'd be awesome if that was a Quidditch pitch ring. Can we just pl- <laughs> please pretend that it was, that it is? Let's spoil them now. The final battle takes place in the Quidditch pitch. Yeah, no. Kidding. Although Kidding. we do see it, what, engulfed in flames? Yeah. Um, on the left side of this shot, same shot. Um, I love how you can see into the building. Yeah. You can see into Hogwarts through the wall. And you see it's a like, Death Eater coming in, going inward. Yeah. You see a smoky figure moving in. That's really awesome. Yeah, so that's a very cool shot. Ooh, and then uh, Harry, next shot, obviously, Harry trying to fight off the fiend fire yeah. by shooting, like, water at it? What's... Yeah. You know, a spell. It's a spell. Agua, that's really... Aguamente? Aguamente. It's like a waterfall. Yeah. Um... Very unique shot, but but this was not an effect that was complete when we saw it. Moving into 122, we see a couple, a few shots in a row, actually, of one of the bridges leading to Hogwarts crumbling as um, the Snatchers try to not fall to their, <laughs> to their deaths, but uh, they do fall. There is obviously somebody who caused that wreck, but we won't spoil that. Who? Not spoiling it. Neville. No! Okay, another interesting <laughs> shot. <laughs> another interesting shot. 125. We see Molly sending the spell. Not my daughter, you bitch. Wait, can we go back for a second? Yeah. To 124. There's, there's a little quick scene before that, and what exactly is happening to these? Oh. I don't know if they're snatchers. Is they're yeah. running? They're transforming into like skeleton-like people. Yeah, you're right. Actually, you see, you I can see it's, it's totally dead man's chest style. They are disintegrating, but this is kind of a cheesy effect of showing it. They're they're liquefying really. They're turning into white liquid. 
quite goo. Basically, they're running into the force field, uh, and and the force field is is stopping them. So right. it takes a few Death Eaters for everybody else to figure out. Hey, uh, there's we can't yeah. really go any further. All um, right. So, like I said, at one twenty-five, we get to hear. Not my daughter, you bitch. Now, she does not say that in this trailer, and it's it's. That was hilarious. Now, that was, just for the record, that was not a clip from the trailer. Though, here, I'm going to play it with the trailer. Let's see how this goes. Not my daughter, you bitch! (laughs) I don't know if that works. (laughs) Kind of. (laughs) Uh, Okay, where were we? Um... Okay, yeah. So, uh, what do you guys? I mean, it's kind of hard to tell, but what we see in the trailer is Molly fighting off the spell, or Bellatrix fa- uh, fighting off Molly's spell. Yeah, but she's she, at the same time she's surprised. Yeah, it kind of like it's kind of like more of an aggressive spell. Yeah. Well, to what's interesting to me is like you get it, that one shot of Molly looks like that's the fatal shot that she's delivering, but then they switch to a scene where it looks like Bellatrix is deflecting a spell. Yeah. So is it is it possible that that's how they ordered it? Um, yeah, I think I think it's misordered. Like, I, it's possible that that's the kill blow. Because they're so close in that particular shot, but then they're so so much separated when, when she's they go to deflecting the next shot. spell. It yeah, could be perspective, right. though, too. If yeah. Bellatrix is, if the camera's really over Bellatrix's shoulder, it may not Although, interestingly, if you look in this shot of Bellatrix at 125, sorry, you see the students in the background, and they're kind of just hanging out. Like, none of them are focusing on Molly and Bellatrix. They're kind of like hanging out playing Nintendo, Um, maybe exploding Snap or charades or cards or something, but um, they're not really paying attention to what's going on. It's kind of weird. At 126, we see the trio again on the back of the dragon. They are going through Diagon Alley this time. You can see the entrance to Gringotts in the background and where the where the dragon broke out. Oh, wait, let me amend what I said, sorry. In a freeze frame, it looks like they're hanging out, but uh, these students behind Bellatrix are actually they're battling fighting, Death Eaters. Yeah. yeah, sorry. I'm, that's, they're using Wii remotes. I, no, it they're looked when I, obviously when, I, when I froze it, they weren't in action. So, of course, I didn't see them in action. My bad. 126 slash 127. We see Voldemort. We've seen that shot a million times. Shit's falling down, though. Hogwarts Don't is... curse. Come on. I get right. emails. Don't curse. Don't curse, guys. 127, that same area, we see stuff falling down. <laughs> looks like a person, though. Really? Where? If I, if I have it paused, it looks like a body is falling. I think it's a bunch In... of bricks. No, no. There's definitely a person in here. <laughs> At 1.30, we see Voldemort and Harry sending the spells at each other. We've seen this a million times again. Beautiful high-rise shot. And actually, probably one of the cooler shots in the trailer, other than the statue thing I mentioned earlier, was at 1.32, when we see all the Death Eaters sending hundreds of spells at the castle. And the castle just looks beautiful. Um, the spells coming out of the Death Eaters' wands, they're like a light blue. It's a very cool shot. Uh, a couple quick last-minute shots. At 134, we see Voldemort send Harry a blue spell at him. Harry obviously very easily deflects it. 
Then at 135, we see Neville holding the sorting hat with Ginny and Arthur. This is obviously when um, Hagrid is holding Harry's body and everybody thinks that Harry is dead. Very emotional scene. We see Hermione, Kingsley, Seamus, Cho Chang, several others in the background as well. And then the P gets it. Well, the way the trailer's cut, it cuts to a shot of Harry. And it's almost like yeah. he's turning around to look at all the people crying and being like, Yeah, guys, I got it. I'm just fighting off this really hard spell. Then who gets it? The P in, in the Harry Potter logo gets it. Oh, I, I want to count how many times this thing has been hit by a spell, but uh, but this time they really mean it. So that's it. That's the trailer. Um, we went through every little scene. What did you guys? Th- any more overall thoughts? It it started with that flower, you know, unrealistically growing in Lily's hand, but it only got better from there. And apparently, they say 3D is going to be available. They still say 3D is going to yeah, be available. Complete the journey in 3D, just like complete- the part one trailer said. This is a good time, actually, to bring up LeakyCon, LeakyCon.com, while you guys think of any closing thoughts. Um, LeakyCon.com, LeakyCon 2011 is taking place July 13th to the 17th in Orlando, Florida, on the Universal Orlando Resort, where the Wizarding World of Harry Potter theme park is located. Of course, the conference is over the release of Deathly Hallows Part 2, so all the amazing things that we saw in the trailer today. We'll be watching on a giant movie theater with some of the biggest, bestest, coolest, oh. crybaby-ish Harry Potter fans <laughs> in the world. Was that last comment directed to me, Andrew? Including our own Eric Skull. Yes. Yes. Oh, uh, you, have... you will not be the only one crying. So I do have a final thing. It will blow your mind again. Well, well let, you... me just, let me just finish the okay. uh, plug here. Uh, of course, we've talked about it a lot before. There's going to be the dance which is going to be amazing. The dance is always my favorite part of the conference. Um, the party in the park, just so much to look forward to. And of course, some fantastic panels. Um, there's actually a new announcement and that is concerning the amount of registrations left. There's only about 40% uh, or not 40%, about 400 spots left at LeakyCon. So if you're going to do it, if you want to come, if you want to see us do a live podcast, we're going to do our big movie review show there. Visit LeakyCon.com because there's only 400 registrations left, and those are going to go quick, especially when some other big announcements are made concerning you know, special guests and whatnot. So visit LeakyCon.com. If you do register, please enter code MUGGLE so they know we sent you, and we cannot wait to see there. LeakyCon.com. Eric, what was your big find? Well, just, I like that we can turn a 1 minute 54 second trailer into an hour of discussion. And but just so that it's done properly, it's exhausting. Yeah, can you can you still <laughs> can you still pull up the trailer? Pull it uh one start at one thirty. There's okay. two more instances of the Voldemort scream, and they're back. They're on top of but each you other. You are just obsessed with this. You got it. You got to play. That's it. why this show is an hour. Yeah, he's very angry in this movie. <laughs> it's the, the same scream. That's the takeaway. He's an angry man. Here's what I recommend. Uh, cut up the trailer, take all the bits where he's just screaming, patch them all together, it'll be a YouTube hit. But it's almost like pacing. It's almost like every 15 seconds to, to advance the story of the trailer, they've, it's like, it's a bookend. They've, they've bookended this trailer with well, these vo- vo- what, Voldemort's... What you don't know, Eric, is, is just that Voldemort 
is composed the soundtrack for Deathly Hallows Part Two. <laughs> Rafe uh, Rafe finds uh, the one thing I was going to bring up um, about this trailer though is that you get no look at Dumbledore, uh, Aberforth, or uh, Albus uh, in this at all. Good. And he's dead. Finally, jeez, <laughs> yeah. I was I was getting tired of that old man. Um, but yeah, no Hogshead, no King's Cross, none of that. So it's good to see though that some of the stuff is a mystery. Uh, it, it is a mystery, yeah. At the very yeah, least. you're right. Wouldn't it suck if this trailer had showed like King's Cross? It would. It you know, would. like like Harry waking up in the in the all white scene, yeah. whatever. All right, everyone. Well, it's been a very full show. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We'd like to remind everybody about our website before we let you go. MuggleCast.com has all the information you need about this wonderful show that we produce at one, uh, blah, every other week. Um, there you'll find a contact page where you can send in your feedback. Do send in your feedback about the trailer. There was a lot. We didn't get to your thoughts, but you know what? We'll save a little something to be desired. We'll put those on episode 228. Actually, let me run through some tweets real quick because we did tell people that uh, we would we would. Well, just uh, Andrew, before you do this, um, I'm on YouTube right now, and it says uh, 308 views of this trailer. That's a bug. Which is that always happens. I know it's a bug, but right down beneath it, it says 1,276 likes and three dislikes. Those must have been from Death Eaters. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, when whenever there's like two dislikes on a video, they people always make a joke about a group of haters. So, yeah, that must have been Death Eaters. <laughs> but um, but if that's any indicator, a lot of people seem to like this <laughs> this trailer. What, you know, twelve hundred fifty versus yes. three. Yeah, so. uh, yeah, it's weird. It's it's a video on a Harry Potter fan site, and everybody likes it. Who would have thought? <laughs> okay, let's get through some tweets real quick. Sir Nicholas wrote, "I love the trailer. Epic is the only word, especially when Harry Potter pulled Voldy." Whoa, that okay. Somebody yeah. liked it. I'll that's cry and be proud of it. Bar- oh, here's another comment about the jump. Barbara O'Malley said, I screamed when they jumped. It was some epic shbleep. Uh, Nick Knack Nicky, that's a clever name. Most epic trailer ever. Can't wait until July, but I'll be sad. The series is over. But most well done trailer so far. Would you guys say it was the best well, it was the most well done trailer so far? I would. That, that scream, that scream irks me. You need to go into some counseling, I think, about that. I think I'm going to have that voice going through my head all the time. Just Voldemort. Janet516 wrote, I can't wait for July. This looks action-packed and emotional. Philly Gurley wrote, this was the most amazing trailer ever. I've never been so excited for a trailer. I loved it and can't wait for the movie. Here's a negative comment about the jump. Judder47 wrote, what was with Harry pulling Voldy off the top of the tower? Come on, Tom. Let's finish this the way we started. Hug together. That was her mocking it, of course. <laughs> Hug. <laughs> uh, best S513 wrote, amazing, amazing. It was enough. My question, what the heck are the people, why the heck are the people turning to skeletons at 123? <laughs> we answered that for you. Uh, gave me chills, writes hippie chick 10793. So overall, very, very positive. A couple people confused about the jump, but that's okay. And that does it. For MuggleCast yep. episode 227. Visit MuggleCast.com. Uh, you know, you can always find us on Twitter.com slash MuggleCast as well as Facebook.com slash MuggleCast. 
If you follow or like us, you can stay up to date on the show, new episode announcements, coming soon announcements, things like that. MuggleCast.com has all the information you need. Thanks, everyone, for listening. I'm Andrew Sims. I'm Eric Skull. And I'm Mike Tanvin. And we will see you next time for episode 228. Eight. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye-bye. See you later.